What's up, everybody? It's Wood sitting alongside Keith. I got your picture. I keep it with your letter. Bam, bam, and then. Bam, 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 and then. This is so what you're saying. Yes, sir. Woodrow. That is me. Didn't we talk last week about having a mask off this week? Yeah, we did. Why did yeah, we, we get did. an abundance of I emails? I have no idea. We did the same thing. We got so many fucking... We got- I, I, for a moment, thought about just, like, blocking our email, because uh-huh. I didn't understand. I'm confused. Almost, I know we said it. I know we said it. Almost like, double the time? emails we normally get. We got a mask off, Wood. Yeah, we do. Sitting here with yeah, us. We do. Sorry, right, emailers. Here's our August mask off. Uh-huh. Tell them what a mask off is, brother. Yeah, guys. So if this is your first time uh, in on a mask off day, what a mask off is is when we bring in somebody that does something different than we do. They do it much, much better than much we better. do it. Um, and we get to know them. We peel that mask off, if you will, and uh, learn a lot about them in our way. And we do it very gracefully. <laughs> so, without further ado, to our mask off guest, uh, who are you? What's your name? And what is it that you do? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I sit too far away from the microphone. First yes. of all. First of all. <laughs> no. Uh, my name is uh, Taylor Lund, formerly Taylor Forrest. We'll talk about that probably in a little while. Okay. Um, I am bored. <laughs> not here, not here, not here. No, 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 no. I, I am uh, uh, just uh, the the kind of person that just does too much shit, and so um, uh, that kind of jack of all trades kind of thing. I end up kind of with my toes in more pots than I have toes. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I pursue something. I get good at it conquer uh, it uh, conquer is a strong word i like conquer i think conquer is pretty that's outside my personality but uh, i get good enough at it i, okay. I experience it and uh, uh, as soon as i'm satisfied i move on well that nice. sounds like most guys yeah. so yeah as uh-huh. yeah. soon as i'm satisfied like... i move on uh-huh. right. but we brought yeah. you in here for pictures you take beautiful pictures yeah i uh, uh i am an entrepreneur a photographer a tech nerd a spiritualist a sailor wow. okay and here a you lot is. of stuff yeah a lot of stuff wow yeah there's some things i want to focus I, on there's a lot of things so, so when we had a mask off <laughs> <laughs> we, we like to warm them up a little bit. Mm. All right, so this is you taking the fucking lens cover off, making sure it's off, because people are taking fabulous pictures with lens covers on mm. throughout throughout history. You'll never see them. Right. Never see them. So we got a couple <laughs> of warm-up questions for you. We call, we call them layup line questions because we're ex-athletes. Yeah, yeah, um, we were. Wood we one, time, yeah, uh-huh. one time in 1994 touched the bottom of the net. Yep, I did. All by yeah, himself. As so a matter of we're fact, ex-athletes. That's, that's the truth. Um, no boosties? No. No, no boosties. No. All by itself. Yeah, wow. You see these calves? <laughs> Favorite color? Uh, green. 
Used to be is blue. it blue or green? Which used one? Used to be blue. Why did it change? Oh. Um, because somebody told me that uh, people who like green have a tendency to more to to be more intelligent, and I want to do embody that. Okay. Oh, okay. Is there a shade that's of green? Is it hunter green? Is Forest it lo- green. Forest, Forest green. green. Okay. Yeah. Which is actually that's, a, that's why it's stuck. Is because I'm a naturalist. I'm an outdoor enthusiast yeah, yeah, uh, through sense. and through. And that's like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. So More the color like of green. moss is your color. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Oh. Pancakes, green, waffles, huh? or French toast? Waffles. Damn, you didn't even let me fuck finish. Why waffles? No, uh, because they hold everything together. You can just like get little puddles of butter in there. Mm-hmm. And then you put syrup on it, and then that's just a, an explosion. He's going to have to try some whiskey sugar. syrup. Last time you went bowling? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Nope. Years. 10, 12? At least 10 years. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time ago. Ever been on a sailboat? I own a sailboat. Oh, laddie fucking God, you're rich. <laughs> I think in his intro he said he, he was a sailor. People who own that, that yeah, that doesn't mean that. But people who own sailboats are rich people. You know that, right? Generally. That's yeah. true. I've seen some <laughs> shitty sailboats. But <laughs> yeah. My first sailboat was $2,300. Project. Fix it up. Learn uh-huh. how to sail. So you Loved had sheets it. up there. You had sheets up there and yeah. baling wire I, I, holding I, this I shit up. I drove to uh, West Yellowstone to buy it with my stimmy. Ah, and, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it cost one stimulus just about. And then um, <laughs> fixed it up and loved it. And okay. Just... Hooked and and you know the art of sailboating, mm-hmm. right? You put the sails down. Sometimes you put them up. You want to go this way. It steers. I don't trust a fucking sailboat. I'm not going where the fucking wind blows. You ever watch a piece of paper? You don't go where blowing the wind. You there's, ever watch that? There's a thirty. Let's see, sixty I, degree area that you can't take a sailboat. Everywhere else, you can sail upwind. You can sail anywhere you want. I don't think that. When you're in a sailboat, Keith, that you just flutter about like a piece of paper. It's not like a fucking it's blanket. It's the wind. In a the wind box. is controlling your shit. I'm <laughs> no, not <laughs> doing it. I want a motor. I'm going to take you fucking sailing. Yes. And I'm going to show you how to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to show you why it's uh, it's awesome. Okay. Um, sedate me. <laughs> oh, are you, keep, uh, keep oh you're f- not a water guy, are no, you? No. Don't like water. <laughs> Shower. Sometimes my shower gets clogged, you know, you get shit down there, you got to pull the fucking, that yeah, magical draino I put down there, Yeah, right? but right. if you put the little filter thing in it. Yeah, all right, well, okay. let me tell you something. Right. When it gets two inches, I start fucking panicking. When my shower, <laughs> if it's clogged a little bit and it gets two inches deep, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to drown today. I don't play with the water. The water's no fucking joke. It's like, it's like going in the outer fucking space. Right there, it's like t- you telling me you're going to take me in the outer space. I don't know what's oh. down there. I wish I could take you to outer space. So, I, you're I, that guy. I would you're love to guy. go to outer space. Yeah. I would love oh, to yeah. go to outer space. Oh, I can't wait. And uh, which era do you wish you were born in? Mm. It could Shit. be the current one, too. It is not the current one. <laughs> I knew that. I knew it wasn't going to be current one with your ass. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. Maybe... <laughs> That's a tough question, man. I've thought about the Renaissance, but that's bullshit. Uh, you think about what people's dicks smelled like in the Renaissance. Like that's a that's a. No-go. I've never mm. smelled a dick, but uh, I mean you can continue. You have too. I've never you smelled. You have a smelled dick. your own dick. No, I've never smelled my own dick. <laughs> I know when it's dirty. You never exercised. I, I, that's the tremendous I know smell. when it's dirty. Why do I need to take the time to smell it after I exercise? You don't have to volunteer. It's not like breaking your back to get down on it. It's you take your shit off getting into the shower and you realize that there is some shit going on down there that you didn't anticipate. I wouldn't have to break my back to get down to it, first of all. <laughs> it comes to me. If, if, uh, but 
I believe back then, well, I guess unless you were royalty, they had soaps and perfumes. I guess probably more perfumes than soaps. But uh, So what you got? Era you wish you were born in? Era I wish I was born in. Mm, fucking dinosaurs. That's the only... Way back then? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you want to deal with a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> yep. I'd be the only human, man. Wow. Yeah. That, actually, that's Neanderthal. You're a little I, thicker and denser I th- back I then. I think weren't Neanderthals well, no, post? No, like you, you're asking me when dinosaur? I would be born. I would be a human. Oh, you'd be this yeah, guy. No, there were no hominids that existed alongside dinosaurs. Yeah, period. no, there, but, like, that was you, afterwards. You guys didn't yeah. really put a lot of boundaries on the question, so I'm just kind of <laughs> going with it. Yeah, we've never had a dinosaur answer. No, before. no. All the mask off we had, we never had a yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, they fucking dinosaurs kind of are cool, like, man. I want to see so, what they really look like. So, so you're training brontosauruses and shit? Right? No, man, I'm gonna die in like 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it Ter- does have feathers. <laughs> Pterodactyl comes and picks you up <laughs> yeah. and it's over. What if they could talk? Dude, wouldn't that be the trippiest yeah. shit ever? Yeah. Like, I and go back English to, I wake up things. and they've got, like, rudimentary villages. There's, like, a velociraptor, like, making fire and shit. <laughs> this is making fire, by the way. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Not jerking off another <laughs> velociraptor. <laughs> oh, that's kind of fire. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... I all think right. it would be really interesting. Yeah. Our mask off always introduces us snaggle. What are we drinking today? Oh, this is the uh, the Yellowstone Select Bourbon Whiskey 93. Now, oh, it's beautiful. We bought bourbon because you said you like scotch. Because you that makes bourbon sense. Because I like scotch. <laughs> you told me you like scotch and I bought you bourbon. But I'll tell you what sticks out on that. The Yellowstone. You being a photographer, what better place to go to take pictures than fucking Yellowstone? Banff. No, sorry, that, w- that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> it was rhetorical. I'm you, sorry. But you answered it with Banff. I'm sorry. Badass motherfucker? Yeah. No, yeah. B-A-N-F-F. Banff oh. National Park in Banff. Alberta, Canada. Okay, Banff. as Banff. normal, we'll get to Banff, because you scared the fuck out of me with that quick-ass answer. Our Snaggles is brought to you by... Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Tiger Claw Tattoo. You know where they're at. They're in Mill Creek, 801-410-4245. Tilly, you got any tattoos? Zero. Zero. What? See, you strike me as a tattoo guy. Yeah, I used to design them, actually. I went through a drawing phase and was drawing them up for people. And before I had the opportunity to get my first one, I designed my first cover-up for my first tattoo. And <laughs> thought to myself, people are a little transient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, a little transient, a little trendy. A little trendy. Yeah. I better... Make sure I know exactly what the fuck I want to stick on my body before yes. I stick anything on my body. Yeah. And so I just never concluded that there was any symbol or picture or anything important enough to do that. I love that huh. girls I used to date didn't think like that. You know, I should think yeah, about what yeah, I'm going to stick on my yeah. body because right. it was generally me. Yeah. And I, don't, I, I want you to make that mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. That mistake. <laughs> yeah. The first. I've been a lot of people's mistakes. The first mm. and 11th tattoos I designed were. A relationship tattoo. I uh, want to get the band symbol. Gone. And the 11th was, I need you to design a Celtic knot so I can cover up the band symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that voice because that's a girl. Huh? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but t- Tiger Claw yeah. Tattoo won't let you come in here and get fucking, um, I-, I don't know, Ray's name tattoo on your back. Ray the motorcycle fucking no, they, member. He, they will advise against it. However, mm. um, if you get some symbol and then need to come back later and get a cover-up, they'll do both of them for they'll you. They'll do all that shit, yeah, man. And they do very, very good work. Um, uh, the best around, to be quite honest with you. I believe that. Um, so there's a guy that has no tattoos. <laughs> but you could go over to their Instagram, check them out, and see what I'm talking about. They're fantastic. Uh, next up, we have MVPJerseyFraming.com. So he... 
I talked to him the other day. He uh-huh. told me he MVP jersey framed a uh, a T-shirt uh-huh. or or some shorts. I can't remember what the fuck he said, but it was somebody that had done something spectacular. Oh wow! But it wasn't a jersey. You know what? It's a T-shirt. Um, I I spoke with. I think him. it was a sports bra. I don't know what the fuck it was, but he put it in a frame and it made it look great. I should have had him send us a picture. You know what? He I, needs to send us pictures. I um, spoke with him recently as well. Okay. Because as I mentioned uh, a few weeks back, that I plan on having <clears throat> some um, jerseys framed by mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and he proceeds to show me the work that he does in depth, and they're not all jerseys. No. Um, there were some other things he does backlighting on some of them, but they're all impressive. They were incredible. Yes. And so then I started thinking about the conversations we had in those, un- the, the the pair of underwear that I had that I talked to you about that I wanted, and he was like, "No, we don't do that." Frame them. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him my underwear and have him frame them. Frame them. Does good work. That's MVPJerseyFraming.com. Last up, guys, we have H cubed. This is all of your etching needs. Is your it, is it etching, Instagram? H, uh, the Instagram, I don't know. I haven't checked. Tell oh, them to get yeah, their but... fucking shit together. Get their <laughs> Instagram up. I want to see what they're about. Yeah, so um, the, anything you need etched or want etched, whether it be glass, wood, metal, uh, some plastics, harder plastics, um, they can do that for you. you got a logo. you got a company design you want done. You just want your name on something. Hell, Um Get in contact with them. They'll hook you up, give you a great deal, and um, make it all look pretty for you. So pretty. And that's all, that's all I got for you today, Keith. That's that, all that, I got. That's mm-hmm. the end of advertising. That is the end of that. As it is every week. Yep. All right, so we got you sitting here, Taylor. We're just going to ride with this. And here you are, your photographer, your spiritualist. Heavily. 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 Mm. The only thing I've never really gotten sick of. Is spiritualism. I think so. Really? Never, mm. never figured it all the way out. What, what do you mean by never figured it all the way out? Well, I mean, with photography, there's an introductory period. There is a very intense, like if you want to be serious about it, right? Mm-hmm. There's a very intense initial introductory period where you're going through and learning all the fundamental concepts. And eventually, if you stick to it, if you practice, if you focus, then you get to the point where you've done sports photography, you've done family photography, you've done astro photography, you've done wildlife photography. What the hell is astro photography? Stars? Taking pictures of the stars. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Um, you've exhausted the available disciplines, and you've done, you've executed each discipline to your satisfaction. Where do you go from there? You talk like a fucking hitman. Mm. You you exhausted all the, uh, and you've executed, you know what I mean? Just the words he used makes me think he has a gun on his uh, person, man. No, so let's talk about talk photography. About side hustles. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get into photography? 2016. Well, that's bullshit. That's when I bought my first real big boy camera is 2016. Can Before I ask how much then, it costs? Uh, yeah, actually. So I'm, I'm a huge, like, data nerd. Like, I shop mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went through and did a lot of research. There's actually a database. If anybody's uh, considering getting into photography, you need to go to dxomark.com. Say it again. DxO. That's D is in dog. X is in X-ray. O is in Omega or whatever the fuck. Dot com. <laughs> uh, dxomark.com. Okay. Uh, they all have right. a database where all these people do is they just test lenses and sensors. Right. Uh, So I spent a lot of time on that database trying to identify what the best cameras on the market Mm -hmm. were, what their advantages were, what they were good at, what they weren't good at, um, and use that to basically find the best camera I could Mm -hmm. at a price point that I could afford. So I went out and found the uh, the Nikon D600 
uh, if anybody's ever uh, curious, it has a particular defect in the shutter that causes a bunch of dust to get onto your sensor, more dust than, than most other cameras. And okay, so okay. that's kind of like a defect that devalued the cameras a lot. Uh-huh. But the sensor is outstanding. At the, at the time mm. that I bought that camera, it was like the fourth best sensor that you could get on the market, right? So you hit the ground running. You said, yeah. I want to be a photographer. You start researching and shit. You're like, I like these cameras. Oops, those are a little expensive. This one lets dust in. Now it'll look like Puffy with rain coming down out the fucking video. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll take that one. You ask yourself the question, right? Like, if you are uh, a poor auto enthusiast, like, you're not just going to start out with a Lamborghini. You're going to buy a busted-ass Chevelle, and you're going to fix it as, as much as you can. You're going to find one that doesn't work, and you're going to make it work, and then you're going to sell it for more than you bought it for, and then you're going to buy your next project. Okay. That's it. That's, what that's what did you do with that camera, the, the initial camera? First of all, we're talking prices here. How much did you pay for it? $600. 600 uh, which is a drop in a bucket in nothing. terms of photography. Yeah, yeah. like the, the top-of-the-line bodies today are like 3500 bucks brand new. Wow. $4,000. They get blowjobs. Those cameras open their mouth and they put they, your dick in their lens, right? And they, uh, suck, they suck it, it off. It depends on how big it is. The body's only about an inch and a half deep. So My dick wouldn't fit in there, but yeah. let's talk about you. So <laughs> when you brought that camera and you put your dick in that lens, you were fine. It was great. Okay. <laughs> Changed my life. That's why I've been doing it for five years. Okay. So you see. Yeah. So you bought your six hundred dollar camera, and how long did it take you to upgrade? What, what did you shoot with Three the six hundred dollar camera first? What What did you shoot? And, Anything you, and, and do you look back I on could. those pictures and be like, "Ugh." Oh my God! I lied to you. My first camera wasn't a D six hundred; it was a Canon. The uh. six hundred dollar one was a Canon. That I, I remember bought a commercial for Canon. Andre Agassi, when he had the hair, he yeah, did those commercials. Yeah. I bought that right before a trip to Hawaii. I can't believe I spaced that. Well, Rude. it must not have been uh, yeah. at least an inch deep. <laughs> Yeah, so I, that was uh, that was it. It was a Canon 6D, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Canon 6D kit lenses, which are just like the, 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 the lenses that come with it, and they suck. Okay. Like, they are not good. Like, if you want to do anything serious, you got to upgrade your lenses because lenses are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would but, think. Uh, but, yeah, then after that, uh, that was just all recreational. Didn't do any professional work with the with the Canon at all. When I decided I wanted to start shooting families, I needed to upgrade to the, to the Nikon. That's when I bought the Nikon. 2017, 2018, and and uh, what, what did that run? Uh, that one was was I think twelve hundred dollars. I got it on eBay with a with a really really nice lens. That's actually what sold it. Is I was looking for D six hundreds, but I wasn't in a hurry, right? Mm-hmm. So I just waited until I found one with the lens that I with a really really top notch lens that I knew was really good. And you make your money back with that Easy. particular lens, yeah. shooting families and shit like that, right? Uh, yeah, as long as it's not your mainstay, right? When it's your mainstay, you've got to do a lot. Uh, like there's a lot of business mainstay. overhead. Mainstay. Like what if if uh, if photography is the only thing that you do for oh, income, okay. it gets more expensive because you've got to have your business registered, websites, all this stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of infrastructure to, to to keep it up. But there's a lot of people making a lot of money doing it too, right? So is it you mean like shooting families or just photography in general? Yeah, I mean if you're uh, a desirable <clears throat> photographer. So my wife actually one of her many many occupations is she just does this uh, part time work where she's essentially uh, she's just doing like administration for other photographers back in Washington D.C. Right? Like so the wow. woman that she works for just started this business and it's just like you're a photographer you want to do photography you don't want to waste any time running your business so pay me and we'll run the business side we'll set up the shoot. You just get out there with your camera and do what you love doing. Right? Oh, wow. So those there's some people out there in uh, uh, in Washington D.C. and they will charge 175, 200, 250 dollars for a 10 minute shoot 
where they call it a mini session and they okay. will just blast people through. They've got 20 people on their bill, 10 minutes a piece, and they'll just get in front of a tree, one tree. They pick one location, this pose, this pose, this pose, this pose, this pose. They have an assistant working with the families before so they know exactly what to do, what order to do it in to just assembly line the shit out of it. Wow. That's right. You I didn't even know that was a thing. Okay, you just showed up and okay. There you I, go. I like a more like directive approach, right? Like uh-huh. for me, like it's not my mainstay, right? It's, sure. it's something that I do on the side. So I, I, I we only oh. take on projects where it's going to be uh, something more meaningful that we can really kind of express ourselves creatively with uh-huh. it, and we're going to take our time, right? Do you, do you walk around with a camera? Do you drive around with a camera just in case something pops no. off? You don't you don't do that to catch like historical moments. Maybe you catch Lee Harvey Oswald or Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I did for a while, man, and it's just like, did it ever work out for you? That that would be no. my thing. It's like no. if it worked out once, you would do it twice. But then if no, it doesn't man, work out like, once, then hey, a moose. And that's the most exciting shit you ever end up with. <laughs> Yo, I saw a moose one time, and I'll never fucking forget that. Those motherfuckers yeah. are as big as shit. Yeah, yeah no, they're crazy. They're yeah, crazy, a whole bunch of mooses. Like, <laughs> carrying around 15 pounds worth of camera everywhere you go so that every nine months you're going to shoot a moose. It's just not fucking worth it. I, I, I talk about Bonnie and Clyde because I watched that movie with Kevin Costner. And, yeah, you uh, did. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, it was a good show. I Woody, enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Woody from Cheers. Woody Harrelson, yeah. Yo, I love the time when they said, you know what, these motherfuckers done rubbed enough banks. They don't, yep. don't can cause enough mayhem. If you see them, shoot them and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> so Bonnie and Clyde roll up on a road and yep. they try and help a dude fix a flat tire, which says to me they're good guys. And here comes Kevin Costner and fucking Woody from Cheers. And everybody and, else they And found. they fucking lay them down. And I bring that up because the photography after that, they took pictures of the body. And I'm going to go on the end of overkill. There was fucking bullets everywhere, man. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Did you see that, Joe? Uh, I think so a long time ago. I, I mean, I, I, I have the uh, the memory of that spectacle. In my of course head. you have the memory because you saw 15 bullets in Fuck. the lady's face. Fuck. Them motherfuckers got down. All right, so when left. they said shoot to kill, they meant shoot to motherfucking kill. Him, yeah. John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson. It, it, I, I like to think if the world was still like that, mm-hmm. we shoot on kill on sight on kill. We should kill on sight. <laughs> Am I doing good? Uh, we kill in sight. Like, like this is the point where the government says, you know what? Shoot him. Yeah. I don't give a uh-huh. fuck. Shoot him. We're but not trying to capture somebody him. there to shoot him with the camera. Right. That's and that's right. what I'm saying. So drive around with your shit because there's so much fucking weird shit going on right now, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on. At least the camera. There's least, better stuff to be At least the $3,000 camera you showed me upstairs. Was it the, that with the lens and shit? And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it even had a little cushion for where your hand goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be comfortable, man. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, it's tiring work. A little man. spring, like, spring. It's, it's heavy. You got you to gotta make sure it's it's comfortable for sure. And it's a it's a, it's an icon, correct? Mm-hmm. So yep. is all of, are all of your cameras then Nikon? Because I, I would assume so for the lenses and switching Yeah, the lens compatibility is so. an important part. So I, I stick with Nikon. Uh, I've looked at going mirrorless, but it's just a lot of... Like, mirrorless? Yeah, mirrorless is like the new hotness, the, the new camera technology where... That's uh, what Sony is, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken? That's, uh, that's all of Sony's main cameras. Uh, Nikon and Canon have both kind of jumped on board and have their own oh. mirrorless offerings, mm-hmm. but it's a different lens mount, and so you basically like everything Starting that I have, new. like this ten fifteen thousand dollars worth of gear that I have like I gotta totally kind of replace that shit and yeah I've oh, got to sell everything I've got and buy all new stuff I've got to learn all new stuff and it's just so I, I interrupted you on his question but what mirrorless what is that 
Um, so uh, DSLR digital single <clears throat> lens reflex cameras are the type that have a shutter and they have a mirror in front of that shutter. And what happens, what that mirror does is it takes the incoming light from the lens, bounces it up into the prism and back, back through the eyepiece. Okay. okay. A mirrorless camera is designed to be just a smaller body, smaller housing. It's a more efficient way to build a camera that does not have that mirror, right? That's the, the critical missing component. The light just comes straight in to an actual, uh, it's actually another <laughs> digital sensor in front of the shutter. And that uh, digital sensor relay, like the, the eyepiece, it's not optical anymore. It's like a little television inside of the actual eyepiece. Oh. So. It's a totally different technology. There's pluses, minuses, but mirrorless cameras, like, they are fantastic. They're like, expensive, they, they is do, what you're saying. They do great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah They just, cost I mean, money. Yeah, all not, I heard They're not, like, money. prohibitively expensive over, like, a normal DSLR, but uh, um, they're When solid. did you realize that you need to upgrade your camera? So you're out there with mirrorless cameras, taking pictures for families, mm-hmm. right? Taking wildlife pictures, selling them, and people are like, oh, these are fabulous, and, like... Ah, this isn't a top shelf camera, asshole. But give me fifty dollars for this picture. Well, there is a there is a point where during the editing process, um, uh, one thing like as as you're kind of exploring the technology, like um, one thing that camera producers do a lot that they know will reel a lot of people in is when they uh, release a new camera. They will put raw images online available for download, right? So raw along dog. with that press release, raw dog. download this image, edit it, see how you feel. Okay. Right? Wow. Compare this to your current edit process because when you're in Lightroom or whatever tools you're using to edit the photos, like on a pixel-by-pixel pixel basis, a different camera's photo is going to edit in a different way, right? Things are going to be smoother, less noise. Um, better, better, Let's, better what do you control. mean by noise? Less noise. Uh, noise is kind of a general concept that's kind of existed in photography ever since the film days. So um, there's a trade-off, right? Se- uh, cameras have sensitivity values built into them, okay? You can increase that sensitivity by raising what's called the ISO number, right? Uh, ISO, kind of a uh, worthless acronym, doesn't really tell us a lot about what, it, what it's actually doing. But because I was going to ask you what that meant. Yeah, in the <laughs> in the old film days, ISO actually referred to the size of the silver grains inside of the film itself. And mm-hmm. so, the oh, bigger wow. the grains were, the the more sensitive the film was. So, the lower light you could shoot in, right? You could shoot oh. in a darker room with a higher ISO films. But the cost of that was you've got bigger grains of silver to reflect the light inside the actual film itself, and that creates a little bit of grain in the image, right? That's what we call it. It's just like general term is grain, right? Uh, kind of, I, I've actually always found it really, really interesting that in digital cameras, you have the exact same phenomena where uh, instead of the sensitivity of your film, your ISO is a digital setting on the camera. And okay. as you increase that ISO setting on the digital camera, it increases the amount of electricity that's sent to that silicon sensor, right? The light absorbing sensor. And the more electricity you put onto that sensor, that electricity actually, that that increased amount of energy actually ends up being seen in the image as what we call camera noise, right? So the higher your ISO, the lower light you can shoot in, but the image quality degrades the higher your ISO gets. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're talking about cars right now. And what what do we think about cars? Either what? Pretty Pretty or... They can go fast. They can go fast. Yeah. No, what, but what I, I just, did appreciate all that. But Did you understand it? I tried. Okay. Uh, yeah, the answer is no. There's silver that reflects light. I get some things, okay? Uh, how did you get into photography? Um, so there's just a couple of times. Like, we all kind of want to be validated and, 
uh, we want to think that we're we're doing something cool and special. You're right? talking so, two guys that have done a podcast yeah. for five years. Yeah, yeah. we want to be validated. We like the attention, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So look at me. Uh, we're trying. Yeah, just a couple of times. There, there are two really key pictures that I remember taking that like had me under the experience. Like I've always been a creative person, right? Mm-hmm. Like just the the creative outlet, like being able to express yourself creatively. I you think like the color? Been Im- Did you important color? Important to me. Uh, yeah, I, I colored. I drew for a while, but just never really clicked with it okay not to throw you off track but when you color did you trace first and then color on the inside oh i don't know man i was i i was always more like pencil sketches more than anything no i'm talking i'm talking like a coloring book you have a color yeah like as a kid did you trace no no you never traced no i was that haptic little motherfucker that just like reverse gripped the crayon and just like you're yellow and this is blue like it was bullshit i was bad at it the antithesis of what you're doing now yeah got it no Um, no, okay you were talking about the couple of photos so the the two photos one of them was on the top of powder mountain i was just up there with my dad he had a dedicated camera this is before phones even had cameras it was like five megapixel like samsung elf or some shit so we're like oh three uh, yeah, a long time ago. Okay. And uh, we were just on top of Powder Mountain. The sun's going down. Unreasonably beautiful sunset. And there just so happened to be this giant dead tree. And uh, uh, took a picture of it. And it turned out like it was like objectively gorgeous. Yeah. Right? Spread it around. Got that obsession. Mm. Got that uh, Got that, that acceptance just flowing in. Oh, you're such a good photographer. Yeah. It's like, well, I just kind of pointed and shoot it. And that's what it turned out. It's, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, beautiful fucking picture. Uh, the next time uh, I had a, a friend in town from Houston who was um, uh, just visiting for a while, and I wanted to show him Utah because he he lived in Texas. He'd lived in Guatemala for a bunch of time at that point, and he was just visiting. I was like, dude, I got to show this guy Utah. He, he loves being mm. outside. Which is a beautiful place. So, yeah, we were down in uh, in Escalante, and he actually had bought, like, uh, at the time it was a Canon 5D, I think Mark three, like, one of the nicest cameras you could buy on the market, right? Beautiful, uh, like, $3,000 camera. He was very, very proud of it. Uh, but we were just out camping in the middle of the desert, just uh-huh. hanging out and uh, talking about taking pictures of the stars and started getting into, like, how to do it. And um, I told him, like, dude, I think we just got to crank the ISO because we're just getting, like, you know, we tested a few times. We're just getting black images of the skies. Like, dude, I think you need to crank the ISO. And he's like, no, you can't do that because when you do that, uh, all of the, the picture just goes white. And I'm like, yeah, but the picture usually just goes white when you crank your ISO because you've got light coming from everywhere. Right. Here, we've only got light coming from the stars, right? So if we crank the ISO... So no ambient light around, no street yeah. lights, no fucking right. neon exactly. signs, exactly. just the stars. Exactly. We don't have any ambient light. We just uh, direct view to the star. Let's just try it, right? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? He's like, well, I guess we just get a white image. So we okay. just crank the ISO hit the shutter, like the shutter was on for like 30 seconds and we just like stepped back and just like sat there and waited and waited and waited and it fucking worked. And so like the next three hours, mm. we were just like doing everything we could, man. We were like lighting up the tent and everything. If you guys want to, I can, I can send you some images please, to attach to the video. Yeah. Just to show like these these first two. So right? you say the shutter was open for 30 seconds. Yeah. So when you take a normal picture, if you take a picture of me in wood, as beautiful as we are, yes, yeah, that shutter is just open for... Yeah. Right? One two hundredth of a second. But when you leave it open for thirty seconds, what does that do? It's just soaking up light. Every every photon that it possibly can, right? The longer the shutter is open, the more light the sensor is ultimately exposed to and the uh, uh the better like the the more you can take pictures in the dark basically, okay. right? Do you do you know how to wow. develop pictures like the no. film and shit? You don't know how to do that. That so stuff you- smells like dick, dude. Again, back to the dick. I've never smoked my dick. You, I've, you I've smelled my dick, dick a lot, man. I'm a mountain biker. Well, I used to uh, train for triathlons, man. I've smelled a lot more dick than I'm I, I no, know, man, I'm I know when like, my dick's dirty. 
Yeah, I know what I need. I, I I know what I need to ball wash. I do. <laughs> Either, I don't know, or somebody will tell me. Is there is there somewhere that you have posted these photos? Dick, are they uh, are they my on? Dick smell? No, no, no. Please uh, don't post those. No, they're. I mean, they're on um, Facebook. They might be like really a long a long way down like the Instagram feed, but uh, okay. You being a photographer, walking around. All right, you said you used to carry a camera. You don't carry as much anymore. But do you see beauty in everywhere? No. 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 So, like, if you went to Detroit, specifically, if you went to Flint, you wouldn't see beauty there. I see it where a lot of other people wouldn't, but, it like, I don't have, like, this, like, kind of tourist eye mentality where everything is poetry. Or do, you, do you think you see beauty in Detroit and Flint, Michigan? Yeah, absolutely. You think so? Like, the rundown it. houses yeah, and dilapidated? It. It's there. That's a depressing place. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think there's, that there's seeing, poetry everywhere. I think seeing beauty in something that you photograph is different than seeing a good photograph just because a photograph's good doesn't necessarily right. mean it's beauty beautiful. doesn't mean positivity right some right. of the most beautiful black and white photos we know of come from the depression right, right. everybody knows that image of that woman she's got her like kids hanging on there yeah. she's oh i know the one she's under a little tent but yeah, yeah she's just sitting in a doorway or the black and white one where the dude's about to shoot the dude in vietnam yeah where he's got yep. a gun up to his head yep. yeah yeah right all, all so when you when you talk about like what's beautiful i think what you really mean is like can you find a story worth telling because that's that's what the reality yeah. is right that's what we're doing yeah i would go with that's that what we're trying to do do you play music ever when you take your pictures no never know smooth jazz <laughs> you want some you know no no i haven't i, I always could, say to myself when i win listen to me taylor when i win the lottery <laughs> okay when? i'm gonna win i'm gonna have that that fucking that one that one uh, that land rover range rover that has the fucking the, the roundness and i'm gonna come out in a white trench coat and I want doves coming out behind me, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to train the doves to fly around and get me the other side. But what, every time it's going to be like a John Woo movie every time I get out of the fucking car. And I'm, I'm going to walk every in slow time. motion in real life. Every time? Yeah, I, I, I have it laid out. Awesome. I'm taking John Woo pictures <laughs> with doves. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You talked about earlier, you talked about the racist conversation. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated it because when I take a picture with a bunch of white people, white people can take a picture most places. Yeah. They can take it you like like on the sun, on on the beach with the sun beating down on them. They'll 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 light up a little bit, right? I will light up a lot of it. I I look yeah, great. I have a glow, but under that fucking same palm tree over there, right? No, there's a conversation there, and I, it's a conversation I, I that I've had well. to have with a lot of clients, right? So um, you, you photograph black people. I, I've, uh, the, I think more applicable to the conversation, I've shot mixed families. Okay. Right? So one of the funniest photography stories that I have, and I hope that it was uh, taken with equal sense of humor on uh, the side of the people that called me out for it. Okay. Uh, but when I'm in photographer mode, man, I'm thinking in terms of photography, and so what ends up happening is when you're working with a flash, that flash is throwing light. And if you are throwing light, you understand that light gets dimmer the further away from the source. So you have to put people with darker skin tones closer to the flash mm -hmm. and people with lighter skin tones further away. I understand And so this. I'm sitting here with this family <laughs> and this girl like kind of leans forward and like looks to the right and looks to the left and says, did you just fucking segregate us? Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I didn't. The light I didn't did. even know how to respond. But, but you knew your job. It's like, yes, I did. All right. 
And that's kind of how light just works. I'm really, <laughs> really, really sorry. But the light but is indiscriminate. The, the light right. is indiscriminate. The light, right. the light don't give a fuck. There's more to it than that, right? Because you go into the history of film photography, and there there have been controversies. I thought you were going to say within, the history of light. With, no, <laughs> I don't know the history of light that okay. much. I just know it just turned up at some point. But um, <laughs> uh, no, in uh, in photography history, there are conversations about how, uh, like Kodak used to produce film that was designed to reproduce. Typical skin tones, which was just white people at that point, right? This is back mm-hmm. in the 50s, 60s. It's like when you Band-Aid, tried to take, it's like when Band-Aid came out with flesh tones, right? Yeah. And the flesh yeah. tones look like wood, and they, and they look like you. Colored. And I was like, "What the fuck? My flesh ain't none of those motherfuckers." Band-Aid, try again. Try again. Crayola exactly. did the same thing with yeah. the crayon color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Skin. The skin. Yeah. And yeah. Um, who's great to be like <laughs> America <laughs> in the eighties, right? Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, they had a they had a film that would not reproduce black skin tones. Everybody just looked like a black outline of a human being. Uh huh. And uh, that was a lot of controversy. And That's so they a little had to fix scary. It. Yeah. 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 It was. I mean, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was also offensive, right? Because right, it's right. like, okay, this isn't made for me. And that's kind of when you get into the history of institutionalized op- racial oppression, right? Nice. That's one of the... Uh, mm-hmm. So when you go now with blended families, how do you how do you deal with that? You got a husband and wife, you, you don't, or you tell them? No, I tell them. Like, I this is how light works, and I'm going to segregate you. Okay. <laughs> so, you got, so you got a husband and wife, they want to hold hands and shit. All of a sudden, there's more light over here mm-hmm. on the brother or sister side, whoever the black person is, Right. Or the or you're Cuban. Light doesn't right? care about your emotions. Light doesn't care about your fucking feelings. <laughs> it right? works how it works, and if you want the pictures uh-huh. to be nice, then we need to organize people according to yeah. their skin tone, and that's all there is you, to you, it. You pay me three hundred dollars. I'm gonna make this shit work. So I'm, I'm you, sorry, brother man. Take a couple of steps back. Bring your little white little snow bunny up a little further, mm-hmm. and we'll get the picture right. Yep. And some people still get offended off that shit. I don't think so. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's objective enough, right? I it's think clear. if you, it's like, if you this is how your message, and there's right? no, right, 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 right. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really big on that, right? Like, being 100% honest and forthright. Honest. I don't yeah. want to beat around the bush because that's just going to, like, that's a different conversation. Yeah. It's sure weird. You could talk about all that. Like, when people are trying to be, like, excessively sensitive, when you know somebody's, like, greeting you. Now it's make, weird. Going out of their way yeah. to, like, acknowledge yeah. and greet you and make you feel welcome. Like, it's, it's, it's just the other side, but it's the same discomfort, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, be direct. Be upfront. Don't be bashful about it because if you're bashful about it, it communicates discomfort. And I yes. don't want to just communicate discomfort. This is the reality. This is how it works. And uh, uh, you know, uh, my job is to take beautiful pictures, and this is the best way I know how to do We've that. We've been talking yeah. about this for 45 minutes, and we haven't even talked about the name of your business. Gloho Photography. Gloho. Gloho. No, okay. Not not for the reason you All think. Right, spell it. G L O H O. G L O H O. Yeah. You know Is what? that our website so my, for that? Uh, hate, yeah, I, glow, just glowhofoto.com. Glowhofoto.com. Do you take nudes? No. Would you take nudes? Of you? Well, of course. I don't no. think my lens is big enough. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're going to have him yes. back. But yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll that statement yeah. uh-huh. no, Seriously. Do you, do, so when somebody comes up and says, you know, I want pictures taken, is it? do you have stipulations? None. Whatever, whatever you it's, want. If I feel creatively inspired by it, right? Because again, it's not it's not like what I do for work. It's what I do to buy the sailboat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's something that we can take on as we feel inspired to do so, right? How, how the fuck does a sailboat have direction? Seriously, you fly out on a sailboat and you go this way. How do you know you're coming right back to? So you park your car. How does a plane fly? I have no idea. 
<laughs> I have no idea. I'm Never always amazed by that shit. Right. Well, so the, the way that the wing is contoured creates a vacuum on the top of the wings. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Right? You split an airstream. The air on top is going faster than the air on the bottom. It creates a vacuum above the wing. And if you go fast enough, that vacuum gets strong enough to create an uplifting force. Okay. Wilbur Wright. That's you. How the <laughs> fuck do you go out on a fucking sailboat and come right back to where your car is? How because do you do that? You can shape a sail just like a plane wing. So it's not just filling up a blanket and just going wherever the fuck the wind blows you. <laughs> Which is what I think when I hear a right. sailboat. If you have 360 degrees on your wind vane, right, one of the first things you learn about sailing is there is only a 60-degree window that you cannot sail, and that is directly upwind, 30 degrees off left, 30 degrees off right. Right? Oh, Everywhere yeah. else, you... <laughs> I'm, I'm following you. Right. Yeah. Everywhere else you this can sail, right? So you can technically sail upwind by zigzagging at 30 degrees. So I was just going to say, you have to zigzag. You can't yeah. sail straight up. You can't across. go straight upwind, but you can go across upwind and across upwind and across upwind and ultimately end up what appears to be directly Which is where down, your car's or at. upwind, right? Keep so, worried about where your car's yeah. parked. So you go that way and then you come back. You can go that way and then you can come back, uh-huh. right? Obviously, uh, uh, sailboats, the triangular sail was actually what made that possible. Before that, any square sail is just straight up like you. You have you need the wind upwind and downwind, and you can only sail at various angles downwind. Kelly, do you realize they have boats with motors on them, and you could steer yourself? My sailboat has motors on it. Okay, so if all else fell, put the sails down, make the motor work, get to my car. Get the whiskey. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, you spoke earlier about, and I don't know if this is off air. I don't know if this is on air. You spoke about um, Buddhism yeah. and spirituality. Spiritualists. Yeah, uh... We can tie that into the photography stuff a little bit, I think. Okay. I thought we had something in terms of, I mean, just like creative expression. We 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 talked about like just the uh, the yeah. Okay, I remember where we were at. So we uh, we were talking about photography as like a creative outlet, and why I'm so interested in spirituality is because I never got to the bottom of it. Right. Okay. With photography, I went through everything, and now I you know I'm not doing it every single day. Right. When I was in the throes of it. Um, I was doing photography absolutely every opportunity I could get because I okay. wanted to experiment with these new concepts mm-hmm. that I was learning, right? Spiritual, spirituality in general is just the only concept that I ever really explored where um, I never got to the bottom of anything. There's progress made constantly. Mm-hmm. That's what, what keeps me engaged with it. But uh, Buddhism is just the first kind of incarnation of my um, exploration of uh, uh, just general spiritual concepts okay. as I got away from... Mormonism uh, when I was a teenager. Because we're ignorant, do you ha- we have to ask questions. Yeah. Do you have an orange dress? No. Are you bald under your hat? No. <laughs> do you have a ponytail? Yes. Okay. So the, the, one out of three. One out of three. That's you pretty got, good. That's pretty good. In terms of Buddhism, um, why did that appeal to you? Um, so when... Uh, I'll go back to, to making photography analogies here, right? So when you are trying to learn photography, right... You are trying to learn how to do it well. You want to be the best there is out there, right? Or you at least want to understand what's going on, right? You need to know why you increase this setting at this point or Mm -hmm. decrease the setting under these circumstances, right? So there are resources all over the place that tell you how to be a photographer. How do you use a camera and explaining these really complicated concepts, right? Like film grain, right? Yes. Some of those sources are really good. 
They're, they're great, they're beneficial, they explain things really well, and they do a good job of making people who don't know how to be photographers understand how to do photography independently, right? Because I can just tell you, like, you know, if you're in this scenario, just these general settings might be a good baseline. Okay. But that's not going to result in really, uh, like, really good photographs, right? If you want to take those really good photographs, you need to understand the camera inside and out. Same thing with spirituality, right? If you want to understand these really cons, uh, 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 the, these really complicated concepts, that you know, what is the universe? Where did it come from? Why am I alive? How do I treat people? Right? If you want to understand those concepts, you need to find a resource that can direct you on how to understand not only what to do, but why you're doing it. Buddhism, for me, became the first guidebook hmm. that I felt was willing to tackle the questions that the place that I came from, you know, the Mormon church, where anytime you ask a tough question, the general answer is, uh, well, God works in mysterious ways. No, bullshit. I thought you were going to say shut the fuck up because <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that. But go ahead. I, I did. I thought he was going to say shut the fuck up. Okay. I didn't think he was I going mean, to say I, that. But. You as a child of the 80s, have you ever been told to shut the fuck up? Yes, I Okay, have. all right. So yeah. that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, so. I got the chills. So Buddhism was the first time like I really like sat down with somebody and asked them these really hard questions that nobody else seemed to have any answers to. And they were willing to at least have the conversation rationally and be like, well, you need to keep working on that, I think. Right? Like at the end of the conversation, if they don't have the answer, they're still like, no, there is one. And that was just like, oh, my God, yeah. there's an answer. Keep searching. Mm, my God. You mean like, so, okay, so you guys actually believe in the asking ye shall receive thing more than the Christians do. And that's like, okay, that, that makes sense to me. How long have you been involved with Buddhism? Mm, and 14 was when I really started to, to kind of experiment with it. And then 14 when I left years the, old? Yeah, when I was 14. How so old are you now? 22 years ago. I'm 36. Okay, there so, it is. Most of my life, Jesus, that's a mind fuck. Mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> so, Buddhism in terms of religion. So, like Buddha, what's his name? He's got some long ass name. Siddhartha Gautama. Nice. Mm. He one day just went into the ether, like like Enoch. Enoch, mm -hmm. Enoch, Enoch was a dude in the Bible, Christianity, yeah. just fucking vaporized. So he vaporized one day, but you know they call it translated, transubstantiated. There it is. Yeah. But you're not worshiping him. No. Buddhism, you don't worship a human being. You're looking for knowledge. Right. He explained things thoroughly okay. and in depth. And fortunately, so the, the, the story with Buddha is a, a little bit more beneficial in terms of the gospel that he was able to communicate over his lifetime because he me. was... He was, uh, you know, he was raised a prince, right? He was, he was raised royalty. And, um, oh, wow. So he ended up leaving the royal life and his family. Behind. Oh, he's like Prince Henry. Kind of. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he left his life behind. He was married. He had a child and he just ghosted. Okay. <laughs> he literally left. Like the way that the story goes is that, uh, the entirety of the castle that he was living in fell asleep, but a deep fog fell over the castle mm -hmm. and, uh, basically gave him the cover that he needed to leave. And he left his kids and everything. Uh, yeah, he left his kid. He left his wife. He rode his horse out as far as he could. Was his middle name Wood? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no. 
Uh, <laughs> Siddhartha Wood Gautama. I'm, I'm just talking about leaving kids. Brutal burn. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, he rides his horse out as far as he can. He basically finds a bum and uh, tells him, hey, I will trade you my horse and my clothes for your clothes. To come and dig this a guy window. was in, like, rags. I thought he was coming to dig a window well for him. Nope, okay. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> He uh, he uh, he took off his royal clothes and traded this bum for his rags and his horse, and, okay. and uh, walked off into the forest and searched out uh, his first—well, uh, not his first spiritual teacher, but uh, uh, his first substantial—teacher—and ended uh-huh. up going from teacher to teacher to teacher, learning basically the the content, uh, the concepts of ascetic Hinduism. And after uh, diving into ascetic Hinduism for so long, uh, he uh, kind of started calling bullshit on all of them. Yes. He, said, he you know, he did he was in the same position that I was in where he was asking the questions that his mentors couldn't answer and he said, I gotta go find the shit on my own. Mm-hmm. And uh so hmm. over time he ended up What conf- I love and correct yeah. me if I'm wrong about Buddhism. You're not worshiping a person. You no. you're fucking constantly looking for it depends, knowledge. Actually. Yeah, there are different types of Buddhism and some of them get into something that appears to be very uh, a very close approximation to to Christianity where it is there is a worshipful aspect of it and there is a heaven and there is a hell and you have to give me money in order to get there. No money. There is. There's a lot of money in Buddhism. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, lots. See, that's the uh, scary part, though, for me. But isn't... uh, So, I could be wrong here, too, but I've always understood Buddhism as spiritualism, and the other part of that Buddhism you're talking about would be religion. Right. Because now you're looking at... You're talking about money, you're talking about a deity, you're talking about, like... But that's another great story for what sold me on Buddhism so much, right? Because I went into a monastery, and they have all these, like... Uh, like jade statues and gold gilded everything all over the place. Like it's a beautiful environment, but um, you know, I I I decided to get my balls up a little bit and talk to the abbot <laughs> and ask him like, okay, why? If you teach that form is emptiness, that there's no value in any material possession, that we need to practice detachment from material goods. Why do you have a Jade Buddha over there that costs $300,000? Why do you have gold-gilded doorways? Yeah, Why do you have no. this stuff? And he you says, asked this question. Yeah. And he says, I'm so glad you asked. There's a good answer. And if you can follow me, I'll take you there. So I go, wow, okay, that's really confident. I, I think this guy might actually have something here. So <laughs> he tells me, he asked me, do you know that form is emptiness? Yeah. Do you know that you are supposed to practice detachment from material possessions. Yeah. Why? He's like, because I want to be free of the fetters that come along with the attachment of material possessions. He's like, okay, then that's not for you. I was like, well, who is it for? Not everybody understands that. There are people that are seeking the truth, but they're just getting started. You've been walking for a while. So you understand these things, right? So when someone comes in and they're looking for the truth, if they still have the attachment to, ma- to material possessions, if they still have the attachment to beauty and jewelry and gilded doorways, that gets them in the door. And then we teach them the truth. So it's, there's a purpose. Do Buddhists believe in circumcision? Oh, man, I never asked that question. I would ask that question. <laughs> Do you guys chop the tips of your dicks off? <laughs> yeah, it looks better. It, I never forget nice. the time I was peeing in the same toilet with one of my cousins. This is back in the late 70s. And he pulled his skin back and his dick looked like a fucking ruby. And I was like, what the hell is going on with mm. this shit? He goes, I didn't have my skin cut off. 
I was like, I wish it had, because <laughs> I'll never forget this. And here it is, mm-hmm. fucking 40 years later. Very and I still sad, remember right? his uh, ruby pearl dick. And you know what? You're talking. I don't, I don't, I'm yeah. not telling those stories. Nope, God yeah. damn it. I got so many fucking stories. I'm not telling yeah, that one. Yeah. I don't know how we went from Buddhism to circumcision. Real quick. That story. Real quick. But okay. Just okay. whether or not. I mean, it's a religious tradition, right? It so, is. Yeah. And that's a, where it began. It's a hot topic. But it's Circumcision? Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, from a health standpoint. I mean, if, I, you're pol- if you're selecting a religion as a conscious adult, like circumcision is something that's applied to babies when they're first born. And they right. don't have the ability to weigh in on the to concept. But if you just come to me and you're like, hey, which religion do you want to be a, be a part of? This one uh, makes you sit down for 30 minutes a day and think about nothing. This one chops part of your dick off. This one like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, but do you I'm really, gonna do you really, everybody but the dick choppers. Do you really want sand under your fucking foreskin? No, man, all you I don't have want to do nothing, all you have to do is ever meet a, a a male in his I don't know anywhere thirty plus that's had to have that happen for health concerns, and you'll be grateful you my, had it happen right. as a baby. My cousin Junior got circumcised at nineteen, and we stole his money out of his wallet for about three weeks before he could finally get up and deal with us. He uh, yeah. was fucked up. And uh, looking back yeah. on it as an adult, I was like, why at 19 would you get circumcised? Like uh, Health reasons. Keep That's going. Yeah. What, what health? What health? He's going to get a fucking plaque on his teeth? Infections. I mean, no, why would, if it's a health reason, and we're talking about circumcision, why would that have anything to do with teeth? Do you know the, the amount of fucking alcohol you had today? No. Do you oh. know the amount of, of uh, the effect teeth have on your fucking health? Your gums and your teeth have a, a profound. You, you gotta Massive. know this. Massive. 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 Your, your health, your teeth, and your gums have a profound effect on your body. Chronic inflammation. Okay. Chronic. But so what I, I said, what I, we were talking circumcision, and I said health. Who knows? There. I've been circumcised since the fucking sixties. All right, and so I have no idea. You've been circumcised since the eighties. No yeah. idea, right? But yeah. you like to think that there's a connection there. So maybe if you didn't get circumcised, you'd have what they call bleeding gums. Really? I don't know. I, I didn't know those were related. I, I, I made that up. No, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. All right, so the eye for photography. You're looking at shit. Yeah. I, ha- I, have a, I have a brother-in-law, Seth, mm-hmm. who can take yeah. his iPhone and take a picture of that fucking camera right there. Boom. Take a picture. And I take a fucking same picture of that. Boom. And his looks like it's Ansel Adams. And mine looks like it's fucking Bubba Watson. <laughs> okay? The eye for photography. Do you see shit before you take it? Do you say to yourself, ooh, that's a picture. There's uh, there's all sorts of ways it happens. There's one called spray and pray. Yeah, I know that. Just we hold, know that one. You just hold that trigger down. Yeah, and, I hope it happens. You know, you know what? You might get something good mm-hmm, out of yeah. it. Another one, like, uh, there is actually my favorite picture that I've ever taken was the months, was was the uh, the result of nine months worth of planning and execution. Explain. Uh, so, you ever been out to the salt flats? Yes. Mm-hmm. You ever been out to the salt flats after it rained? No. So what happens is you get about an inch, two inches of water up on the salt flats. Okay. Uh, if there's no wind, it creates a perfect mirror. Oh, I and didn't know that. So uh, I might have to have you look this up because I know this one's going to be on uh, um, one of the platforms. It's got to be on Instagram or Facebook or something. Maybe I'll pull it up and just shoot you a link or something. On um, your Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can post it. I can sure. pictures if you'd like. Yeah, okay. yeah. What is it? C H R O O T H. It's another uh, spiritual philosophical joke. It's truth <laughs> spelled wrong. C H R O O T H. Yes, sir. Got it. Okay. 
but yeah, so I kind of concept like I was really, really into astrophotography at the time. And I knew that this was kind of a thing that happened every once in a while. But when okay. you think about all the factors involved, you've got to, like, I wanted to take a picture of the stars out at the salt flats after it had rained and there was a bunch of water getting that mirror effect, right? Okay. Make the mountains in the background look like it's floating, have a mirror image of the stars yes, on the top yes. and the bottom. Uh-huh. Fucking genius. I couldn't genius. wait to do it. The first time I went out there, uh, I realized that... Just because it said it rained doesn't mean it rained enough <laughs> to pull up on the salt flats okay. and, and get you the mirror effect. The second time, I made sure it rained enough, and I got out there, and I realized that uh, if it had just rained, there's a very, very strong likelihood that there's still a fuckload of clouds out there. Okay. And this is not superficial, man. They, they, I mean, the salt flats are like two and a half hours away. So each one of these failed experiments is me driving. Like, I finally have a gap in my schedule enough where I can drive two and a half hours out of the middle of fucking nowhere at midnight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then drive back if it doesn't work. So the third time I go out there, full fucking moon. God damn. Nice. Man. That's I, the one you want, though, no, right? No, it's not. Oh, you no, man. You light? Can't take, there's light? light from the moon diffuses in the atmosphere, and you can't see stars for shit. Shit. Fucking moon, Bullshit. you dumbass. Always fucking, ruining things. Fucking ruined it. Uh, so, the fourth time I went out there was totally by accident. I was actually driving to Elko, Nevada for work. And I was just driving past the salt flats, and I knew that it had rained recently. Okay. And, I mean, it's dark as fuck outside, right? Like, it's, it's nighttime. And I was just like, man, I got a three-hour drive ahead or however fucking far it was. Uh, you got your camera shit. This is back when I still always had the camera shit in the car. Good move on my part. You may have a point there. Uh, so I get out. I set up the camera, and it's fucking perfect. There's not a cloud in the sky. Mm. Perfect mirror effect. No wind. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's my. It's the only. Uh, uh, the only photo that I've ever actually like technically quote unquote sold. Okay. As a as an how, individual art piece. How long ago would you say that was? Oh, that was uh, 2017, I think. Oh, I think I found it. And it's like float, yeah, blue it's like on a top, reddish, blue on bottom, right maybe. at the horizon. Yeah. Damn, that is pretty. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me see what one you're looking at. Can I see it? Yeah, uh, come on over. You'd have to walk over. Let me see. I can lay it back a little bit for you. All right. So that's actually on the way back. Okay. So this one doesn't have any stars. It's going to be just before that one. Okay. Let's see. That one? That's one of them. Oh, Those wow. are your pictures? Yeah. So you got the Milky Way there. That's not oh, even the best one. Is, that, is there a group on them? Uh, no, because I didn't know how to use Instagram. That's the one. Oh. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. There's so stars above us. There's stars below us. The floating yeah. mountains of salt. You took that picture. Yeah. yeah that's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. At about 11 p.m., completely by accident on a work trip. After nine months of fucking failures. Okay, for me? Plan. I think for, I get, for, I'm right. for me. Post that exactly. That looks like a vagina. Doesn't it? Uh, That's why. I, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bailing me out. Because you this way, turn your this head. way, this way. You yeah. gotta, well, yeah. you gotta respect that, right, man? Yes. The, the reason that Elon Musk named his cars S three X and Y is not a coincidence. Oh. Mm. You didn't know that. No, you don't, I don't know the story. Yeah, Elon Musk uh, knew in advance SpaceX. The mo- the Tesla Model Three, the Model S, the Model X, and the Model Y. Actually, there's a really funny Sexy. story there. Sexy. He that is very much on purpose. <laughs> it's not even subtle. He doesn't even try to hide it, right? The funny story yes. though is Ford got a hold. Uh, he they they kind of got hit to what he was trying to do with his model names, mm-hmm. and so they actually patented the model the Model E. 
Nice. Right. Uh, if you look at the inventory, they wanted to fuck them up, so they patented the they they uh, they released a Model E that's an SUV. It's ugly as fuck. But uh, he just said, "Fuck you guys. I'm smart. I'm gonna make a Model 3. Yeah. <laughs> and turn the three back and woods into a pivot. Yeah. Just gonna nice. pivot. It still says sexy asshole. Uh, picked the wrong one. It should have picked the S. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That picture you took is beautiful, man. That is incredible. I posted it up, so if uh, anyone wants to head over to the What's the name of your photography company? Gloho Photography. Yeah, we talked about that. We already... Why why Gloho? Because I got got things to say. Because we're fucking hippies, and uh, it's based (laughs) off of the word boho, but we've got to put some sort of, like, light reference in there. So Gloho is, like, just playing off the word boho, but also, like... What's boho? Boho is, like, bohemian. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's just like a kind of style that's just like a little bit like uh, Village Ratchet, I think is a good way to describe <laughs> Boho. I'll leave my question out of it because you just hit it right there, man. There you go. And so you guys are open for what? You're open for um, nature photography? You're open for uh, I mean, as photography? a business, Gloho Photography just does uh, portraiture, family photography, things like, like just the run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. shit. Man. And so any mixed-race family you're going to have, including black people, the black person's going to be in front and the white people going to be in the back? Is that yeah, what you're telling me? Sorry about that. We're gonna have to to just move people do, around. Do you have sure the little the, light the little light thing, the yeah. little light reflector thing? You yeah. got all that shit. Oh yeah. So you oh, can, yeah. you can help fix it. You're good. Yeah. I mean, we've got to work the light, but the way that the light works, it just kind of makes that necessary. When's the best time of day to take pictures? Uh, sunrise and sunset. Okay. That's, that's really all you Is got. that because you, you use the sunrise and sunset, or is that because it's not it's as It's because top-down light sucks ass. Oh, okay. Who is yeah. this in Gloho blowing the, 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 the daisy? That is uh, uh, one of my favorite little humans in the world. Her name is Layla. She is uh, the daughter of some of our best friends. Um, mm. But, yeah, you go through some of, uh, some of her photos, and that was one of my favorite photo shoots I've ever done. That's a we, damn good picture. We yep. hit the, uh, the mule's ear bloom up at the top of Powder Mountain that year, and she had this beautiful little white dress on, and we just went up there and fucked around in the flowers for, like, three hours, and it's just some of the most beautiful, like, personal photos I've ever taken. So for you to take great pictures, it takes time, right? Oh, yeah. You can't just go up there and go stand here, stand there, we're done. I mean, sometimes you can. Sometimes you get lucky, but mm-hmm. uh, like uh, there's there there is just one thing that happens, right? Some customers they just want to come up and they want to they they have their location where they want to shoot. They're not a photographer usually, so it's kind of a crapshoot. Sometimes uh-huh. it like works out really well. Sometimes it's like you don't know shit about photography, and therefore the mm-hmm. uh, photos that you're going to get aren't going to be that great because. You picked a shitty spot, right? Normally, like, and we'll have that conversation, right? Like, is there anywhere that you know of that you want pictures taken? We'll go scout it out in advance usually, but sometimes we get kind of cut under the gun and doesn't work out so well. But are are people typically pretty good? Like, if you've scouted it and you see this is not going to work out, are people typically pretty good about changing that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if, if it's not good, there's a reason it's not good, and I need to be able to communicate that to them. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, I understand why you wanted this place, but when you look at, like, the noise that's happening in the background, the fact that we're not going to be able to get this shot without people in the background, yeah, like, it's not a good location. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm not a photographer. I respect that. If nice. they were to be like, I don't care, they'd be like, all right, I'll shoot the location, but the photos you get are the photos you get. What's the yeah. best colors to wear when you're going to get your pictures taken? Oh, it depends, man. It depends on where you're going to be shooting. It depends on the time of day that you want to shoot. Three o'clock in the woods. Three o'clock in the woods, camel. We're doing a hunting shoot, and that's the only <laughs> time in your day. So all it's going to be is faces. You yeah, can't see yeah, bodies we're or just anything. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to be looking at faces. 
Yeah, three o'clock in the woods. That's, but do you do you tell mind. people what to wear? Like if they say, we'll oh. talk about it, right? Like the, uh, people really like have a tendency to come to the table with that kind of stuff already figured out. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the things that we do to just make sure that we we you know increase our satisfaction rate is we will just tell people like, look, get on Pinterest. Find a bunch of shit that fits the vibe that you're going for, mm. right? Send that to us, and we'll take kind of take a look at that, and then we're going to have a conversation about exactly what you want, right? I because like that. that's going to allow us to make sure that we're getting you exactly what you want instead of just like having a vague conversation and yeah. there being miscommunication. If you send me 30 pictures that and then tell me which ones you like the most and why, mm-hmm. I know exactly what to shoot, right? You know exactly what to wear. We know exactly where to go. We know exactly uh. what to do. I know what lights I need to bring. I know uh, settings in the camera, right? Because some people, right, like that uh, that effect where you're like focused, like really close on somebody's face and everything behind them is really blurry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's called bokeh, right? Some people love that. Some people don't, right? They want everything in focus. So that's, you know, that helps right. us like under, and that's a camera setting, right? That's a, a, a setting in the lens that we're going to mess with to make that effect happen for you. So, uh, you, you keep saying we. Who's we? Me and my wife. Your wife. We shoot together because it's so much easier. Who's better eye? Who has a better uh, eye? She does. Why yeah. the fuck you sitting here then? Why isn't she here? Uh, I talk better. <laughs> okay, all right. No, so, that's, that's <laughs> bullshit. She's got her own fucking podcast. So. <laughs> does she really? What's, yeah. the, what's it called? Uh, caffeinate and hydrate. Ca- caffeinate and hydrate. Caffeinate and hydrate. All right. So yeah, she does it with her friend Jamie. And what do they talk about? Everything. Mostly they. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of a, a, a cultural focus kind of thing. They got, they do like uh, uh, just. I mean, they, obviously they've been talking about coronavirus and quarantine and masks mm-hmm. and just all this controversial mm-hmm. shit. But they also talk a lot about like feminist concepts and stuff like that. Like they have a misogyny of the week segment that they bring up. Oh, nice. Where they just like talk. About, I want to like, make that. I want to make misogynists as a week. Yeah. I do. Because <laughs> we say some shit on this motherfucker. We'd like to make misogynists as a week. What, what, Andrea. Uh, Do I don't think so. No, I think right. they're just on YouTube. Oh, and it's so okay. Just on YouTube. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You almost said it's so what you're saying. So what you saying? Good, on, good on her, man. Does she talk about photography? Uh, every once in a while, I'm sure, but it's All just right. kind of like a generalized, like let's just sit down and bullshit kind of okay. thing, right? Okay. Not a lot of targeted a- discussion. Ain't wrong other with than that either, man. Of the week, misogynist <laughs> of the week. <laughs> that could that could be me and Wood easily. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna be on caffeinate and hydrate next week, yeah. talking about my misogyny of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me you met two guys that are yeah. misogynists. Anyway, we're looking at your fucking picture portfolios. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, they're beautiful. Good. They are beautiful. You, you, you and your girl get in the car sometime and drive and just go take pictures, don't yeah. you? Every once in a while, yeah. You ever we take pictures bug. of uh, ladybugs? No. Like, ladybugs are pretty fucking phenomenal. They're like, beautiful you get out, creatures. Beautiful creatures. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, majestic. Look at that. I like that one. I like that. It's the, the white stripe on the road. Like the paint on the road. Gotcha. Wow. That was probably in collab. Oh, uh, yeah. This uh, is usually, and these are like throwaway pitches for you, man. This is incredible. I mean, no, I, I put know. a lot of fucking work into it. Do you really? And money and time. <laughs> I don't think it's throw he, away. He said, hey, asshole, I got a $4,000 camera, <laughs> yeah. so let's start there. Yeah. But no, trying that's... To, uh, trying to pay off my sailboat here, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, they're great. It's great work. It uh, Go, go, go. I like that one. That is uh, badass. This one, um... Wow. That's have a spot, but anyway, Tell it's you a lake. A, you have a fucking gift, man. Well, thank you. You it, have a gift. Uh, yeah, um, it's very, who who are some of your idols? Do you look at like Ansel Adams? Do you look at um? That's all I got. 
<laughs> that's all most people that's got. All got. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I mean, there's people that I like follow on YouTube that I feel like do some uh, some pretty cool shit. Like most of them, though, are just locals in the community, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, uh, like one uh, one comparison that I like to make to it is like think about the music industry, right? Some of the best music you'll ever hear is in some backwaters bar yes. with some unsigned artist that nobody else has ever uh-huh. even heard of, right? It's the most beautiful, heartfelt, sincere music you'll ever hear. Photography is no different. Man. It funny. takes a lot of work and it takes a specific mentality to become a famous landscape photographer or famous anything other I than... I agree. Right? And so, really, like, the best photographers in the world are right down the street. It's you know? funny you bring up, um, like, people who are... In the element. I can't remember what you said. You talked about photographers, right? But I think about, like, 90s videos. 90s music videos. Mm-hmm. All right? You got Puffy, more money, more problems. You got you got Mason, his shit. You got yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Just the way they were shot. Hype Williams was an amazing cinematographer, which is basically a photographer. You you shoot things on angles with colors and, 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 and uh, people. That yeah. You can only have so many yeah. people in a shot and shit. You talked earlier about what? What was that? Psycho... Psycho, oh, uh, evolutionary uh, psychology. No, 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 it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It was something that's the only psycho. No, you talked <sighs> earlier upstairs about something with the spiral, spiral. Oh, Fibonacci spiral. That's it, Fibonacci yeah, spiral, which sounds like about... a sex move to me. <laughs> but talk about that. No, it does. If you drop sure. a Fibonacci spiral on a girl and she don't come back next week, yeah, you did well, something wrong. Yeah. You missed Unless a step. Unless she knows what it is, you missed a step. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, when you get into composition, right, like it's uh, – there are people that just have the eye. Like my – like all that shit is good because I worked my ass off and I had to learn everything that it takes to learn how to take a good photograph. Okay. Because I don't really have the eye that much, right? I, I got good at it because I practiced. It appears you have that eye. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a good, good fucking liar. Okay. Um, my wife has the eye, right? I can be out anywhere – $10,000 worth of camera gear. Yeah. Taking the best picture I fucking can. She whips uh-huh. out her cell phone and blows it out of the fucking Cell phone. Mm-hmm. She beats you with a yeah. cell phone. She'll pull out her iPhone and I'll just like throw my shit in the lake, man. I don't even get the fuck anymore. <laughs> like, all this stuff's not, it's, it's, it's not even doing anything for me. No, like obviously there's pictures I could take with with a, you know, $4,000, $5,000 camera that she can't. But it's an expensive habit, isn't it? Pure composition. It, it, it's actually, as far as the, the hobbies that I've really picked up, it's done the best job of paying for itself. Yeah. Huh. So you, that's you, nice, but you don't. You, you don't, could have a crack habit, which doesn't pay for itself. Yeah, no, so I mean, there's worst things you could do. But I mean, you know, for you Mike don't. Lindell, the My Pillow guy, like <laughs> his crack habit paid off because all he does is talk about pillows for fucking nine hours a day. And fucking <laughs> buy this pillow, and he makes the pillow the coolest thing. But it's just but, because he's still on crack, right? That, yeah, and he also <laughs> says instead of inventor of the My Pillow, he says the inventor, and it drives me insane. What does that mean? It what? doesn't. I'm not but sure on, if listen, you like picked this up yet, but Mike Lindell is a fucking moron listen to his <laughs> listen to his uh his ad- advertisements and he says i'm the inventor of, i am the inventor yeah of it'll drive you crazy but you don't so i know you have yeah. you have gloho which is your your business and you take pictures of people right but when i go to your instagram you've got everything right gloho's got uh its own instagram that's that's gonna like you know that's okay. like our platform right. for the business to for get my people shit, off for my my personal shit is like my my Instagram is just the shit that I value and sometimes gotcha. like there's gonna be some on there that I'm like yeah this one was fucking special but yeah, yeah. most of it's just like 
I saw 19 deer today, and I took a picture of three of them pooping. That's the thing about wildlife <laughs> photographers. You can ask your brother that does wildlife yeah. photographer. He has got more pictures of animals shitting <laughs> than he will ever. I, I gotta ask like him now. Soon. I gotta ask oh, yeah. him now. Oh, I love yeah. it, dude. Like I've got like some of the most beautiful pictures I have. Like the light is coming in perfect. I've got two foxes just like frolicking in a field, and as soon as I get like focused on them, <laughs> somebody's taking a shit. He's just like he's got that prick arch. Awesome. He's in his fucking full on dog position, just going <laughs> off. And like God damn it! And then they scamper off, and I don't even get like a good picture of the actual foxes. <laughs> like I've got the most beautiful picture you will ever see of foxes shitting. <laughs> That's awesome. And occasionally <laughs> fucking. You know what? You right. got a lot of misses before you got hits, right? Exactly. That's just the nature exactly. of the beast. Yes, Brand right? Right? Yeah, it is. Yep. People like you, though, man, that go out there and take pictures and see that beauty. Take the family pictures. You know what I mean? Right. Not, not the, not the um, it started with a kiss. Not those pictures. I'm talking family pictures natural out there. Right. You know, not people with mm. matching clothes on. I think it's beautiful, man. And I, the mm. eye you have, the eye your wife has. Amazing. Yeah, Good and, on you and, guys. And we work together there, right? She's not just out there, like, holding the light in the wind, right? She's, uh, uh, like, we'll swap out. Like, she'll take pictures. I'll take pictures. Right. She's like, hey, uh, like, she'll, like, start directing me. It's really funny how it works out. She'll, like, start, like, making requests, telling me what what uh, what she wants me to get. She's like, just give me the fucking camera. You're what? fucking the same. Right, 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 right. right. I, it's, I, I, I love photography mostly because you can uh, hold a moment in time yes. with it. And speaking of time... I know we're on a time crunch. So with that, Keith, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Taylor, is that what you're saying? I think we got to say it. All right. Yes, sir. All right. With that, guys, um, you know where to find us. We're, uh, so what you're saying, check us out on all the social medias. Uh, in this link on, on this, I've posted all of uh, Taylor's and Gloho's, all of their links. Yes. So check them out. Uh, hit them up if you want something there. And uh, with that, Taylor, Keith, I got to tell you guys. It was a pleasure. Was we out. We out.